Welcome to Golden Ya Hot and Air Curl Up. Where at the comfort of your seat, you'll be catered with innovative self-help and self-love, trending information, sex storytelling, and fun tips. I am an expert on self-image, boosting, advisor, a skin holistic specialist, black woman motivational speaker, a mom, and a wife. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve the possibilities in living your best life. Nova and Mira were staring at the large cocoon around the baobab tree. Onitoptera was in that cocoon. She was wrapped from her toes to her neck. Her face was getting greenish while the silk rope around the cocoon seemed to grow around her at a fast pace. It was unbelievable and eerie at the same time. Nova and Mira were besides themselves, but at the same time they felt bad that a company where they worked was responsible for this aggressive invasion. By turning human beings into insectile extraterrestrial objects, this scene was pure savagery and animalistic. They saw their friend in pain and helpless unable to free herself. The both of them were standing there, bleeding from their fingers side by side, as earlier on they tried to free their friend and rip off the web-like silk thread that seemed to grow fastly around Onitoptera. But the threads were as sharp as razor blades. It's like they had their own mind. It almost cut our fingers off, but it protected Onitoptera. The threads were glowing and it was something out of this world. It was all in different colors, the purples, the blues. It was the silk thread growing fastly around her that we had never seen. And with we, I'm referring to us human beings. Earlier on was when they had to get off the road because a nurse that helped them escape the dreadful Moor Hill was killed in the process. And earlier on, a few days before Onitoptera became engulfed in a silk-sharp thread of chrysalis into a cocoon, leaving her nose, eyes, and dark curly hair exposed. The process was speeding up now, and her body turned upside down slowly against the baobab tree. It was phenomenal. The turned body of Onitoptera formed into a letter C, or more like letter J. It looked like a scene from the Twilight Zone. Earlier on was also the time they were driving 
on the dirt road of the bayou with the dead body of a nurse. The women drove into the marsh of the forest and got out of the bus, not sure if they were being followed. Out of breath, they looked at each other. We need to ditch the van. You're right. I need to tear. We've been driving two days. The gas in the van is almost gone. And my feet needs the ground to walk on. And the body in the car is making me feel uncomfortable. Are you guys serious right now? We need to drive as fast as possible far away from this place. My baby needs safety. Mira, you heard what the nurse said. We need to get off the road. Nova agrees with me on this one, Mira. Now both of you, help me carry this body out of this car and lay it there under the oak tree. We can push this bus close to the hill. I saw a river while we were driving. We can push it in there and lay her body to rest. Onitoptera held the shoulder of the dead nurse and drug her out of the heavy van. Mira and Nova took her legs and they carried her to a baobab tree and laid her on the floor and went back to the van and began to push it towards the hill. Up on top of the hill, they pushed it into Candy Dandy River. The women watched the van bounce heavily into the river and then slowly disappearing beneath the waves. They stood there for a while without saying anything to each other. They turned around and walked towards the body they laid close to the tree and started digging the ground with a shovel they found in the van. Nova, Onitoptera, does anyone want to say anything? We don't even know her name. Let the bitch rot together with this pandemic. <gasps> you ungrateful human. She saved our lives and saved yours. Took a bullet from your husband. Then randomly meet us while we're escaping. Tells this impulsive dimwit Jane Lala Land here on Itoptera that you're some super special girl. Really, Nova? Why go through all that trouble for someone she didn't even know? I don't know. But what I do know is that I'm grateful to be alive. I mean, how could you not take responsibility for your husband as a murderer? If memory serves me right, according to that pale green reaper lady at Moorhill, you stood in a weird trance-like sex doll and watched a butler being strangled by a fucking snake. You became a wife to a guy you clearly didn't know who turns out to be our employer, a obsessed psychopath maniac who has a compulsion to turn human beings into lepidoptria. Nova, stop! This woman died, saving your life, our lives, and this baby inside me. She deserves some respect. Respect? Bitch, you are fucking my husband just to spite me. That baby is going to be born without a father who is also a murderer. I guess it's dust to side chicks. Then, 
That's how much respect I have for you. Nova, Mira, ladies, just stop. Please stop. Nova, at least I can have children. Haven't you been trying all these years? It's your fancy car, fancy house. You can't even fill with children. I told Lawrence, your wife's womb must be twisted as her character. I guess that's why he never stopped coming to me. Never stopped fucking me. So throw all the dust you want at me, just like your dried up marriage. You should be happy and willing to share him with you. You bitch, you need to be ladies, smacked please. in the face. You two, enough, enough. Let's just try to find ourselves out of this mess and go our separate ways, okay? But we need to work together. I'm not working with No her. one is asking you to. Better yet, me and Onitubtera can manage ourselves well without you. That's fine with me. Luckily for you, I know how to survive listen, in the listen. woods. Listen, Do you hear that? The women ran behind a baobab tree and hid from the drone that was following them all along. The drone landed close to the tree where the women hid. Come out with your hands in the air. This is Dunkway Industries and Laboratory. Mr. H. Krenom is willing to accommodate for the inconvenience. Or we will be forced to take serious measurements. The countdown begins from 10. The women looked at each other from their hiding places, spying on the drone. There was a huge rock in front of Mira. Only Tuptera pointed her out to pick it up and throw it on the drone. She shook her head in fear. Seeing that there was a camera on the drone pointed at them and a large weapon, suddenly there was a countdown. Ten, nine, eight. The women looked intense at each other, not knowing if this was their last day on earth. Seven, six, five, four. The women hiding behind the tree with their hands over their head emerged slowly and looked at each other, shocked, not knowing if they were alive, checking each other. That's when they noticed that Nova was gone. They looked around at each other. They couldn't find her. Then they slowly looked at the drone from behind the baobab tree, seeing Nova standing there with that huge rock, dropping it on the drone. Nova jumped behind the tree to save herself, but the explosion was huge. She hit the ground unconscious. She could not hear Onitoptera and Mira screaming her name. Unconscious Nova 
fell into her deep darkness of the past. Nova was in a place neither dead or alive, where she was definitely a young woman, a child actually. She remembered the friendly older face that looked at her teary face. Nova didn't know then if the friendly face was genuine or just fake. Most of this sort of people who did this kind of work were trained to act that way to children. Children that came from horrific past situation. The friendly face was from social service. A woman who took her on a long car journey to her grandmother who lived in a secluded cabin surrounded by woods and mountain. Her grandmother stood by her side on the porch of the cabin as the child social worker walked away and left her in the care of her grandmother. Her grandmom was a survivalist and a loner who brought up little Nova just like her. She taught her how to chop down a tree, how to fix the roof, build a boat, start a fire, shoot a rabbit, how to gut fish, and how to clean a gun. Grandma tried to teach her how to pray, but faith in God was something hard for little Nova after all she had gone through. Nova attended at O&A High School Academy which was a two-hour journey, three buses, and a long walk along a frightening, unlit road. It was a lot she had to get used to outside the city life of television, the internet, far from her own biological mother. As young as Nova was, she knew grandmother loved her in her own uncommunicative reserved way grandmother didn't do friends parties or any social gathering perhaps as a result that nova never acquired the skill of getting people to like her or forging bonds of affection the way that other people did seemed to her so effortlessly as mira and all her other colleagues could she tend to say exactly what she thought or getting her way just by taking from others. She had no friends, no fun, so it came as no surprise. She turned out strange, withdrawn, relentless, the kind that wasn't healthy for a young person or anybody for that matter. But where she lacked in Nova compensated in beauty. She had a really good figure, toned and athletic, with high round breast, narrow waist and full hips. Her strawberry blonde hair was always in a bob, just like Elvira from Scarface. Wide green eyes, high cheekbones. She caught all the attention of the local boys in the town. So when Lawrence asked her to be his wife, after three dates, 
it also came as no surprise. Nova, Lawrence called her name, out on one knee bended in front of a beautiful 7th century cathedral in Maastricht. Marry me, Nova. Nova. Wake up, Nova. Nova! Nova opened her eyes to her friends with a huge bleeding wound on her arm. <laughs> Listen to the rest of this juicy, thrilling tale by clicking the link on the bio, which will take you to the Anchor podcast site. I just want to take a moment to thank you guys, my loyal listener, my golden yachis, for listening continuously to this podcast. You guys are very welcome. You guys are very awesome. You're welcome to leave a comment or a like under the post of the trailer on my IG. I promise to say hello back. Again, thank you. This video was sponsored by Dola OBG Cosmetics, your local online beauty supply shop because you deserve to be pampered. Enjoy the episode. God bless. We can push this bus close to the hill. I saw a river while we were driving. We can push it in there and lay her body to rest. Onitsuptera held the shoulder of the dead nurse and drug her out of the heavy van. Mira and Nova took her legs and they carried her to a baobab tree and laid her on the floor and went back to the van and began to push it towards the hill. Up on top of the hill, they pushed it into Candy Dandy River. The women watched the van bounce heavily into the river and then slowly disappearing beneath the waves. They stood there for a while without saying anything to each other. They turned around and walked towards the body they laid close to the tree and started digging the ground with a shovel they found in the van. Nova, Onitoptera, does anyone want to say anything? We don't even know her name. Let the bitch rot together with this pandemic. <gasps> you ungrateful human. She saved our lives and saved yours. Took a bullet from your husband. Then randomly meet us while we're escaping. Tells this impulsive dimwit Jane Lala Land here on Itoptera that you're some super special girl. Really Nova? Why go through all that trouble for someone she didn't even know. I don't know. But what I do know is that I'm grateful to be alive. I mean, how could you not take responsibility for your husband as a murderer? If memory serves me right, according to that pale green reaper lady at Moorhill, you stood in a weird trance-like sex doll and watched a butler being strangled by a fucking snake. You became a wife to a guy you clearly didn't know who turns out to be our employer 
a obsessed psychopath maniac who has a compulsion to turn human beings into lepidoptera. Nova, stop. This woman died saving your life, our lives, and this baby inside me. She deserves some respect. Respect? Bitch, you are fucking my husband just to spite me. That baby is going to be born without a father who is also a murderer. I guess it's dust to side chicks. Then, that's how much respect I have for you. Nova, Mira, ladies, just stop. Please stop. Nova, at least I can have children. Haven't you been trying all these years? With your fancy car, fancy house. You can't even fill with children. I told Lawrence, your wife's womb must be twisted as her character. I guess that's why he never stopped coming to me. Never stopped fucking me. So throw all the dust you want at me, just like your dried up marriage. You should be happy and willing to share him with you. You bitch, ladies, you need to be ladies, smacked ladies, in the face. You two, enough, enough. Let's just try to find ourselves out of this mess and go our separate ways, okay? But we need to work together. I'm not working with No her. one is asking you to. Better yet, me and only Tubtera can manage ourselves well without you. That's fine with me. Luckily for you, I know how to survive listen, in the listen. woods. Listen, Do you hear that? The women ran behind the baobab tree and hid from the drone that was following them all along. The drone landed close to the tree where the women hid. Come out with your hands in the air. This is Dunkway Industries and Laboratory. Mr. H. Krenong is willing to accommodate for the inconvenience. Or we will be forced to take serious measurements. The countdown begins the women looked at each other from their hiding places spying on the drone there was a huge rock in front of Mira only Tubtera pointed her out to pick it up and throw it on the drone she shook her head in fear seeing that there was a camera on the drone pointed at them and a large weapon suddenly there was a countdown 10 9 the women looked intense at each other, not knowing if this was their last day on earth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. The women hiding behind the tree with their hands over their head emerged slowly and looked at each other, shocked, not knowing if they were alive, checking each other. That's when they noticed that Nova was gone. They looked around at each other. They couldn't find her. 
Then they slowly looked at the drone from behind the baobab tree, seeing Nova standing there with that huge rock, dropping it on the drone. Nova jumped behind the tree to save herself, but the explosion was huge. She hit the ground unconscious. She could not hear Onitoptera and Mira screaming her name. Unconscious, Nova fell into her deep darkness of the past. Nova was in a place, neither dead or alive, where she was definitely a young woman, a child actually. She remembered the friendly, older face that looked at her teary face. Nova didn't know then if the friendly face was genuine or just fake. Most of this sort of people who did this kind of work were trained to act that way to children. Children that came from horrific past situation. The friendly face was from social service. A woman who took her on a long car journey to her grandmother who lived in a secluded cabin surrounded by woods and mountain. Her grandmother stood by her side on the porch of the cabin as the child social worker walked away and left her in the care of a grandmother. Her grandmom was a survivalist and a loner who brought up little Nova just like her. She taught her how to chop down a tree, how to fix the roof, build a boat, start a fire, shoot a rabbit, how to gut fish, and how to clean a gun. Grandma tried to teach her how to pray, but faith in God was something hard for little Nova after all she had gone through. Nova attended at O&A High School Academy which was a two-hour journey, three buses, and a long walk along a frightening, unlit road. It was a lot she had to get used to outside the city life of television, the internet, far from her own biological mother. As young as Nova was, she knew grandmother loved her in her own uncommunicative, reserved way. Grandmother didn't do friends, parties, or any social gathering. Perhaps as a result that Nova never acquired the skill of getting people to like her or forging bonds of affection the way that other people did seem to her so effortlessly as Mira and all her other colleagues could she tend to say exactly what she thought or getting her way just by taking from others. She had no friends, no fun, so it came as no surprise. She turned out strange, withdrawn, relentless, the kind that wasn't healthy for a young person or anybody for that matter. But where she lacked in Nova compensated in beauty, 
She had a really good figure, toned and athletic, with high, round breast, narrow waist, and full hips. Her strawberry blonde hair was always in a bob, just like Elvira from Scarface. Wide green eyes, high cheekbones. She caught all the attention of the local boys in the town. So when Lawrence asked her to be his wife, after three dates, it also came as no surprise. Nova, Lawrence called her name, out on one knee bended in front of a beautiful 7th century cathedral in Maastricht. Marry me, Nova. Nova. Wake up, Nova. Nova! Nova opened her eyes to her friends with a huge bleeding wound on her arm. 